I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. And welcome to this week's podcast. Today we have back returning to the studio, Miss Abby Bradbury. We caught up with her a few weeks ago on of our amazing episode, talking a lot about her business and life. We've had a lot of people reach out to us on our Instagram page. If you're not already following us, please just give us a follow at Living Your Best Life. We've had a few suggestions come through from people who are really interested in knowing a little bit about yourself, Miss Abby. So today we're <laughs> going to just have a chat about what we've been up to the last few weeks, just get a little bit real on business and life with you and just talk about a few topics in more depth. Sounds good. Yeah. We're just it's kind been of- a crazy few weeks, I think. I'm ready for a holiday, whatever that <laughs> looks like. Can <laughs> <laughs> we just call this episode just keeping it real? <laughs> just keeping it real. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's been a really crazy few weeks and, you know, we've had a lot going on with business and it's been very full on. Yeah. But it's you- exciting to get into the studio and have a chat. If you guys don't know, Abby is with one of her businesses that she runs an Operates is done in my studios. It is a leading performing arts institute in Australia, covering all things dance, musical theatre, singing, acting, you name it, we do it. We have a circus. high school circus. Yeah, last week I was on camp with the high school students. Yeah. I went camping for the first time. How was that experience? Because I don't think oh, you've actually been camping before, I've have you? I've never been camping. I was really I, proud of you, though. You I did, was proud of myself. You climbed a mountain. I did climb a mountain. We did have um, bids in the office that you might have only lasted a day or two. I know, and see, I. But you did really well and you I, enjoyed it. Over achieved and I stayed the whole time. Yeah, no, I actually really enjoyed it. I feel like, I don't know, growing up as a kid, I didn't really have my dad around a lot. So I guess, you know, normal thing is that you go camping with your dad or whatever. So I never really got that. I just got the single mum life with, you know, going to work with her every weekend or every day pretty much. So yeah, so camping wasn't really a thing we ever did. So it was kind of funny when we're like, yeah, let's go on school camp and let's stay in tents and oh, Miss Abby, you're going. Okay. (laughs) And then, yeah, we're we get there and they're like, today we're hiking up this mountain. And obviously I have a huge fear of heights. So it was pretty crazy, but it was really awesome. And I really enjoyed it. And you guys just had such a good time yeah. spending that time with the kids. Yeah, it was really awesome. We took our high school students. So yeah. from grade seven to 12, we operate the high school here like any other high school. So we do formal and those kind of events and traditions. So I guess school camp, it was our first official school camp. Yeah, it was. was really exciting. And we had a ball yeah. and it will be an annual event for sure. That's amazing. So what else has been on the Abbey calendar of late? Oh, God. I don't even know where to start. Obviously, we're, you know, kicking back into doing events and things like that. So, I think we have been on pause for so long and now all of a sudden we're pressing the play button and it feels like our whole life is unraveling before our eyes. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're just heading into all the events and organizing all of that stuff. We've got a few cool new things we're working on, concept stuff within the studio and obviously we work towards our interview performances and they're always a huge thing that we um, look forward to. 
that we're all we're going ahead with yeah. our end of year productions. Definitely, the year we have, we just everyone's just so excited to get on stage and perform again. I know it feels like we haven't done it in like a lifetime. So yeah, I'm really excited about that, and it's just yeah, working on all sorts of different new things. And obviously, we've been working on new stuff with living your best life and and so the agency. Like, yeah, and our agency, yeah. and we've just we just launched that. You know, obviously, there's going to be the three of us mentoring next year with our 2021 Evolution Pro program, which is really exciting. But also, we're moving forward with the showcase for our pro students as well, which is yeah. really exciting. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So previously on the podcast a few weeks ago, we have mentioned briefly about you becoming a parent overnight. Um, yes. Can this- you tell us a little bit more about this experience and how you really embraced this responsibility at such a young age? I think, okay, I want to take it back a little second. My favorite thing is when, say, like myself and one of the girls and I or, or Jax or whatever, going like at the supermarket or getting our hair done or something like that and someone's like, oh, is this your sister? And it's like, no, that's my daughter and I'm her mom. And they're like, what? Yeah, how does that work? How does this work? And we just always leave them guessing and it's kind of funny and we, you know, total off outside the shop, wetting ourselves laughing, thinking, oh, those poor people have no idea. Yeah, I guess it was something, you know, just to sort of give our listeners a bit of a background. I met my husband, Tim, when I was uh, 19 and he has children. Yeah, I took on three out of the four children pretty much as soon as we began our relationship. How old were they back then? Oh, like Teeks was 13, M was five, Jax was nine. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so that was an adventure. And I think I think now looking when we look at like our students that are 19 and I think, oh my oh, God. I do that all the time. I'm like, or I, I know what I was like at 19. I'm like <sighs> considering raising oh. three children of that age. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I don't, it feels like a lot time ago but yeah. it was it was amazing I guess I was just I love being around like I come from a big family yes I'm one of nine so I think for me it was easy and I really loved it and I felt a huge responsibility and you know I, I love and adore them as my own yeah and I think that's something too because obviously I've since had Harlow who's three and a lot of people were always pressuring me in the beginning oh you're gonna have your own children mm-hmm. and da 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 and it's not the same and but for me I'm like you know what there's actually no difference yeah, I remember you saying that. Absolutely none. Yeah. Like the connection I have with the three kids and what I have with Harlow for me is the same. They're yeah. just of different a- ages. We've definitely done a really great job raising, you know, all your children. You've just got such a great relationship with them. Do you have any words of advice for someone who may be a step parent or in that position on? Because I don't think it's a, a topic that people really discuss and talk about. Yeah, probably not. And I think, well, I think what helped me to become a great step parent is I was, I had a step parent. And I guess for me, I wish I had had someone who just treated me as an equal to the stepchildren. Yeah. You know, I'd go to Christmases and I'd be the kid literally sitting in the corner at like nine years old, not getting gifts or like I was the forgotten child. Yeah. So it was like the worst thing ever, you know, having those memories of always feeling like the forgotten Mm. one when you'd go to, you know, a different parent's house. And yeah, so I I guess for me, I never wanted the kids to feel like they were second best or, you know, that they didn't have- opportunities. Yeah. And I, I didn't ever want them like, you know, I went to, I remember I was nine, oh, I would have just turned 20 and Tegan had a year 10 subject selection at school. And I remember her mum didn't turn up to take her. And I just remember how devastated she was. And I was like, you know what? I'll come in with you. This will be fun. Being 21. Yeah. yeah let's no, go. I was 20. Oh, so 20. I, was like, I was like three years out of school. I was like, cool, yeah. cool, let's do this. And so we went in and we were walking around and I remember a teacher said to me, what year do? Subjects, and you go to choose. And I was like, Oh no, I'm out of school. 
cool. I'm I'm just Tegan's friend. Like it was it was in the early stages, yeah, so it course. was really like awkward. Yeah, I remember just that being a really funny moment. We look back at that and laugh all the time. Yeah, when we we're choosing her year ten subjects. <laughs> But yeah, it's, you know, it's something that you, they're human beings and as an adult and as a parent, regardless of what that looks like, whether you're a step parent or a guardian or a foster parent, I just think it's so important that you realize the role that you're playing. Mm. You know, you're so impressionable on these young people and, you know, they need to feel loved. And I think ultimately that's all anyone wants in life is to feel loved. So I think for me, I know growing up and not feeling that at times, I, wanted to ensure my kids never felt like that. Yeah. Such an important takeaway there for sure. And yeah. I do see you embed that even I do within it the even studio. With, I know. It's like I'm if we're like, going to celebrate birthdays, we have to celebrate everyone's every birthday. birthday. <laughs> you, you know what it's like to, you don't want to be that one child that misses out or be left yeah, out. Yeah, totally. Because I've, yeah, I've totally You've experienced that. Yeah. Now, Harlow, your fourth child, um, who you actually were pregnant to, she is known as your miracle child. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I can. So when I was like, oh, it would have been 18. Was diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome, yep. and at the time, the doc- the doctor I had was really brutal. He was like, "You'll never have children, and you know, you'll you'll constantly battle with this for the rest of your life." And da 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 da. And I was like, "Great, I'm doomed," you know. And it was something that I did really struggle with to find the balance with the PCOS, as I'm sure if any listeners out there have had PCOS, it is something that's really sort of hard to it's, struggle, it's like to deal with. Yeah, you and it is it really common, now. and it's really un- it's something super undiagnosed. So yeah, I feel like. That was something that, yeah, really stuck with me. And I just thought, okay, well, you know, I've got to just deal with the idea of that. And at that time, I didn't really have any idea of wanting kids because I wanted a performing arts career and I was working towards that. And yeah, so I I didn't really even think like one day I'm going to be a parent. Like it was never really in my scope. And then, you know, fast forward like a year later, I'm pretty much dating a guy with kids and, yeah, you know, all of that kind of thing. So it was crazy how it all unraveled. But yeah, so I, I never really entertained the idea idea of having kids, you know, myself, because I didn't think that it was, you know, physically possible. So, um, yeah, I just remember I was on tour with the dream and I remember not feeling super well. Um, oh, yes. And I was sure. like, oh, something's not right. I just feel so tired all the time. And I, and I was working a lot. So, I just kind of put it down to that. And I remember I went to dry on some clothes and I was like, whoa, something's not right here. <laughs> yeah, I was actually with Michaela, the girl, um, one of our staff yeah. here. And she kind of was like, maybe you're pregnant. I was like, oh, it's not possible. You know, that's, that's it can't be that. And then, yeah, I went to the doctor and turns out I was nine weeks pregnant. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, it was pretty crazy. I feel really blessed. Harlow's definitely come into our lives to teach us lots of lessons. Yeah. She's our studio baby. She is. You know, so she's, she's grown up here and, you know, all of you have had such a huge part, you know, part to play in her yeah. life, and which is she so special in, to her. She was in our office for the first year of her I know, life. I know. We had Sitting, the like sleeping table under. and yeah. the, the car seats, the bassinets. <laughs> She'd fall asleep in the car seat. We'd bring her up in the car in the seat. Office, yeah, I know it's crazy. The you things were, we do. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you were someone who seemed to really suit the pregnancy journey. It was something you know, being yeah. pregnant, something you enjoyed. I actually did. Yeah, which is weird because I am someone who's so funny about like my weight and so I thought I would really really struggle but I loved having a belly yeah I really loved it I yeah I could do pregnancy 
see again. Just not, just maybe not the terrible twos. Yeah. <laughs> or the three-nager. <laughs> it's a lot. Someone who has always had a lot on the go, how did having a small child change life for you? I guess it didn't really change life. It just put things into perspective for me about what's really important because, you know, you, when you have multiple businesses, you do, you do just get stuck in that day-to-day working and hustling. So, I think for me, that's where the whole living your best life thing was created with you and I was yeah. because it's like, okay, cool. We've now got these amazingly successful businesses and we're ticking off the things that we really want to achieve in our lives. But now how do we get the most out of that and get to the point of like having the balance, yes, the work-life balance. And I think that's where the living your best life stuff came into it. And Harlow really puts that into perspective, you know, for me. We have touched a little in our previous podcast that you became ill when you were training away from Sydney. So when you left school, you left the Gold Coast to move to Sydney to pursue a career as a performer and trained full-time. However, this was not the first health hurdle that you had to overcome. Yeah. So, when I'm, so obviously I was diagnosed whilst I was at full time with the polycystic ovary yeah. syndrome, but then that whole process, because I didn't know how to manage it, my adrenals were just shot by the end of the year of full time because I was trying to train full time yeah. and give as much as I could. And I was working three jobs and, you know, just that typical me being me and overworking myself. Yeah. And so, I got to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. I was that exhausted. My adrenals were that shot. I just, yeah, yeah, I literally couldn't get out of bed and I I couldn't go to work. And so, it just got to the point where months and months went by and I was living on my own and, you know, it just wasn't the the place for me. But I I do feel like those things happen for a reason because I feel like I was trying to fight a battle or, you know, live a life that I wasn't meant to, that wasn't my journey. So, I felt like the illness and things were happening because I was meant to reset, come home, reset, recharge. Meet him. Yeah, meet him. And, <laughs> start you know, a studio. Yeah, start a studio, like yeah. do all that stuff. And I would never have done that if I kept fighting. Yes. You know, sometimes I feel like our body does things to us to realign us and, and set us back on paths we're meant to be on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's advice that we even give young people these days. Yeah, you just, totally. You just never know and you've got to really just pay attention to what life is throwing at you sometimes. Yeah. So what advice would you give someone who, you know, is maybe feeling overwhelmed and having many things on their plate? Do you have any tips on how you manage your stress? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Screaming into a pillow? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, look, I don't get it right all the time. There's days where I just, I explode and I'm like, I can't do this. Oh my God, it's such, it's a lot. But there's also times where I'm just like, okay, I've got to sit down. My best way of doing it is sit down and I write everything down. Yeah. I, you know, I get my living best life journal <laughs> and I sit down and I I write it all down and I can see it in front of me and it's more manageable when I can see, see it. See it and you can tick um, it off. Yeah, and I, I always have a notebook next to the bed because my most creative time is literally just before I'm about to fall asleep. I think of the most creative things. So, yeah. I have something always next to my bed that I can write it down and document it. So, the first thing I action the next day is that. Yeah, and I just – it's okay to take time out if you need it. I 100%. think that's the biggest thing is that I've always put so much pressure on myself that I – and I'm afraid to – almost stop. But I think it, you know, that's another thing coming back to when I was pregnant and having Harlow. That was the first time probably in business that I had to actually stop. But you were away for how many days? Like 10? I know I was meant to be away for six weeks. <laughs> I think she was, was away like, by the, the tenth day. I'm like, days. get me out of here. <laughs> but you know, like that was still a lot for me because yeah. I was like, well, I've never been away from and we this were place. Growing so yeah, rapidly we were. at that time, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, 
I would just, yeah, I would definitely just, my biggest advice is, yeah, take time for yourself. Yeah, and it's okay. If you need to just sleep in one day, do it. And it's just linked to your body at the same time. It's so important. So given the suggestions that we have come through our Instagram page, we have been paying attention to all those suggestions coming through. Yeah, so thank Um, you. So thank you so much. But what does a day in the life of Abby Bradbury look like? I think people are wanting to know. I know every day is different. It is, and I think that's what I love so much. But, you know, like, for example, majority of my day, I just like a typical day, I get up and I, my husband personally trains me as our three-year-old wakes up and comes outside and puts on the boxing gloves and tells me to run up the hill. I love that. And she normally sits out the front eating a breakfast while I'm watching you train. (laughs) Literally. I love it. Literally. And then, yeah, then we'll have breakfast together. We've just bought a new coffee machine, which is the best thing we ever did. We have coffee at home. We all sort of have breakfast as a family, which was really important for me because I felt like I wasn't getting enough of that time with Harlow. And then I'll, you know, get Harl's ready for school. I'll get ready for work. And then we'll take her to to kindy, which she goes to four days a week. And then I'll normally either head to the coffee shop to sit and start my day before I come to the office just to sort of get my head together. Mm -hmm. And then I'll come to the office. And yeah, depending on what day it is, I'll be working on different things in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I normally teach for a few hours or touch base with our different students. And then I still continue to work into the night. And I'm normally home about between seven and eight depending on the night but that's most days do you work once you get home at night or do you have like a wind down ritual oh god no yeah no I can't I can't go to sleep until I know I've felt accomplished so some yeah there are some days where I'll go home because my husband does everything for me it's amazing he'll have dinner cooked and so I like to get home and cook uh, like have dinner and and put Harlow to bed yeah and then I will normally my unwind time is like finishing off my work for the day and then I'll be able to sleep that night (laughs) yeah (laughs) so So it's it's just jam-packed really but you've got your movement in there that's really important yes got your time outside time with family work got your planned meals yes really I know you, you it is busy chaos. It's organized chaos. Organized chaos, <laughs> yeah. but you are ticking all the boxes. Weekends for you? Oh, uh, look, at this time of the year, it's pretty much seven days working. So it is just whenever you can take a minute to like grab a coffee or see a friend or whatever it is, it's yeah, I'll take any kind of second I can to with that. But yeah, this at this time of the year we're normally seven days a week. Yeah, wow, it's incredible. Yeah. You do such an amazing job across everything. It's thanks. Amazing <laughs> to watch this lady. Okay, the hardest working person. I know, Dabby Radbury. Oh, thanks. But I think you can contribute a lot of your success to your work ethic. Yeah, 100%. You know, and I do thank my parents for that. They've had amazing work ethic. I've seen them work and they're still both working. Yeah, your mum you know, is I know. a machine. She is a machine. I definitely get it from her. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so as much as it's a good thing, but I am really conscious. I tr- I do really try to make effort, you know, not that it's an effort, but I try and like put in my day enough time for everyone and everything. I think you've gotten a lot better at that. Yeah, over I am, the years, definitely. I, yeah, I'm, I do really try with that. So yeah, that's good. I was so good chatting to you. I feel like I we know, could just talk so nice. forever. I know. I love it. I love a good chat. Yeah. But yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for having no me. No worries. Thank you. If you guys aren't following us on Living Your Best Life. Yeah, um, check it out. We've got some really cool things coming your way. Yes, got some exciting announcements. So please give us a follow and we'll touch base with you soon. 